Hello everybody. Um, excuse voiceover in the beginning of this. I have no clue how to edit this stuff yet. Although I may try. Um, today is the 10th of October um, 2019. And I just noticed that I recorded yesterday's podcast not really introducing myself properly, assuming wrongly, I would think that a lot of people would perhaps have listened to my previous podcast. And even so, I, I you know, I, I was amiss um, to not really introduce myself properly. So, because today is World Mental Health Day, and I haven't um, introduced myself yesterday. I thought I would tie it all in together. I would share, I thought I'd share about me, about mental health, about progress, about how my faith has helped me, how Jesus has helped me. Let's, you know, let's say it how it is. If, if you like, if you like what you're hearing, but you're not a Christian, I'm, I'm unapologetic about my faith. And I will tell you how it's helped me. That is not to say that I want you to... Well, no, that's not true. I do want you to believe what I believe. Because I believe it is... It is the answer. Here's the answer. But I don't want to do it in a way that puts you off. So rather than sharing with you why you should believe and give you a thousand Bible verses... I might reference the Bible sometimes, but I always find it easy to share your journey because people can't really argue with your experiences and it may resonate and it may create questions that, by the way, you're more than welcome to share your feelings and ask me questions. So let me start by saying, um, my name is Ines, as you probably know, I am originally German. I've lived in the UK for ten and a half years now. More than ten and a half ten and a half, nearly eleven years now, really. And the last ten years have been the most turbulent yet I think best years of my life. When it comes to faith, I definitely wasn't brought up in a religious or Christian family. I was brought up in a family that were that wasn't really into spiritual things at all. They would potentially sometimes go to mass in you know a Christmas time, Easter time to kind of you know please nan or grandma and let you know us make our own decisions. But when they realized that we weren't fussed about it anymore, they stopped that quite quickly my nan still encouraged me but when I was 12 I didn't want to go anymore when I was 14 I stopped um I chose to opt out of religious studies at school and chose ethics instead and because the catholic faith 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 (laughs) I told you this is unedited really didn't it didn't I just didn't really agree with it, didn't like it, 
fell asleep. I not, didn't fall asleep at church, but I would yawn and my nan would be embarrassed. So it kind of led me down this path that many people um, pursue who are atheists. It led me down the, why does, you know, if God exists, why does evil exist? Why does he not stop all the evil? Why do kids die um, from leukemia? Why this, why that? Truth is, nobody knows the answer. Not even Christians know the answer. They can speculate. They can share a couple of things, which often are platitudes. And some of them are true, but you don't know the real answer to that. Not really. Um... So, I pretty much decided that God didn't exist. And until the age of 18, I remember when I was 17, ironically, just eight months before I became a Christian, um, with my first boyfriend mocking the faith, mocking those who had that faith. As an exchange student in Worcester, um, as I came to England for the first time by myself, I met a couple of Christians who, at that point, I was mocking ridiculously. Do I feel bad about that now? Well, yes, I do, but I didn't know any better. Fast forward only eight months after I came to faith through a simple text that someone told me about. That text just said, God is with you. And for some bizarre reason, it opened my heart. I don't know how. I don't know why. But I suddenly thought, I felt this overwhelming sense that God was with me as well. And the whole truth about God being with me carried me and followed me since then. Uh, To the point where, like I mentioned yesterday that on Monday I could definitely feel God with me when I was nearly run over in the car. Not in the car, by the car. And I had this desire to explore just which God it actually was that was with me. Because a lot of people believe in a higher being and I wanted to know what God it was. And I didn't really feel it was the God of Catholicism, Catholicism, whatever you pronounce it, If you are a Catholic, I'm not at all dissing, as it were, your faith. Um, However, shortly after my conversion, I went back to a Catholic church with my nan, who was elated, but I just didn't feel God there. Now, I'm going to say a couple of things about feelings um, in a minute. Um... What I didn't really want was um, go to a church where you would hear a lot of hymns sung with an organ. It wasn't, I just didn't feel that that was my fit. And so I said to my friend who told me about Jesus, I don't want to go to church. She, She asked me why. I said, well, I don't really like the whole thing with organ music and whatnot. And she said, that's interesting. Our church actually has live band and lively music. 
I went out of curiosity and loved it. So that's where my faith began. But my transformation as a person didn't really begin until two years later, truth be told, when I found an actual church near my where my parents lived. Out of frustration about the fact that I had no friends when I moved out of boarding school back home, my mum asked a family friend who happened to go to a Christian church that was not Catholic but very lively whether they had a youth circle. Well, I think only less than a year later, I think she regretted ever asking because it led me deeper into my faith. It caused me to be baptised, not just sprinkled with water, but fully immersed, which upset my poor nan. (laughs) And shortly after, I wanted to go to a five-month discipleship training school, which is like a Bible school type thing where you live together, you learn together, you cook together, you pretty much do everything together. You're you're immersed in not just teaching, but also becoming more like Jesus because you have to be in a dormitory, you have to learn to live with people that you don't know, that you might not like, although we got on quite well, apart from one of them that did shape my character, did cause me to realise how impatient I was. And that's how my start, my, my, my journey really began. Um, to tie it in with mental health, I used to... I'm going to put a disclaimer on the description of this podcast. If you are easily offended by, or triggered even, by the, com- the, 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 the mentioning of self-harm, self-hatred, etc., please, please don't listen to this. Um, although it is a good message and a good ending Um, but and also the same thing goes for sexual molestation if you are not if you're sensitive to that please stop listening now there will be other messages that I will be broadcasting podcasting that will not include these themes but I was molested between the ages of 8 and 13 and then again briefly touched um, inappropriately, shockingly, at that Bible school, not by a Christian though, but by somebody who was invited in out of kindness. Um, all of this, of course, affected me, made me feel worthless. I, I never loved myself. And as a result, really, I couldn't quite believe that God actually loved me. I kind of got the message in my mind, basically knowing that, okay, the Bible says God loves me, but kind of bundling up with, the Bible says that Jesus loves everybody, so therefore he's like a a blanket statement. And that, to me, didn't mean anything, or it didn't mean anything that could transform me really so I even went through bible school experiencing some of the love and kindness but mostly the power of God and learning a lot about things 
which which still impacted me but I still didn't like myself very much and fast forward moving to England meeting my husband moving to England um he saw a very ugly side of me because when I got angry at myself I still self-harmed when I'm talking about self-harm I'm not talking about cutting myself but I am talking about violently hitting myself um you know biting myself bashing my head against the wall it was I would say demonically inspired not that I believed I was possessed but I had so much self-hatred that I didn't care what pain I put myself through. I am amazed that my brain isn't somewhat marred by all those experiences. Um, And it took me a long, long time to become, to get better, you know, to, to improve, to love myself. Um, Obviously, we're all still on that journey. And I do still have days where I get really angry at myself. But I can express it now. I say, do you know what? I feel like doing it. But I'm not going to do it. Because I know now that I've spoken it out, God's taking it. Done, dusted. So mental health, faith for me has helped in a massive way. Um, And again, recently, since August... um, in August, I was I received some prayer, and with guidance and help, I managed to forgive a couple of key people in my life that has that have hurt me. They may listen to this podcast, so therefore I'm not going to mention them. But 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 God knows who they are. This then released such a stream of, like I was crying, and and I think a tears released something. But I have more peace since that prayer time. And then going back to stillness. I think stillness realigns you. So this is the kind of last thing I want to say. I think the whole journey with God, it will never end. It will not even end in heaven because you experience more and more who God is. But you get glimpses on the earth and as you look, as you kind of apply these glimpses and truths and start believing them, they start making more sense and they transform you. The fact that God is a loving God and that he loves you can make you more loving. The looking at Jesus' patience can make you a more patient person. I am, again, not perfect, but I am by no means as impatient with myself or others or processes that I'm going through as I was 10 years ago, even five years ago. I believe, though, that stillness and thinking of Jesus and meditating, like I mentioned yesterday, can really line you up. And it can actually, I don't, I don't know how it works. But just connecting to Jesus connects you to others. It's like clicking you into place. Just this morning, I was able to encourage a colleague. Later on that day, I was encouraged to do something for the company 
that will cause awareness of what it is to be blind, I was encouraged to write a blog. This is by no means decided yet, but this was a suggestion that somebody had. At which point I thought, I haven't got a lot to do today, so I'm going to start writing down ideas about the blog, if, you know, so that we have something, if it happens. 15 pages later, I realised, Lord, I forgot just how much I love writing. Um, in Bible school and afterwards as well, I wrote a lot of poems. This, the flow stopped a couple of years ago. And because of my work, I'm now experiencing again the joy of writing. So God is aligning you that you can use your gifts even in a job role that maybe initially didn't outline you will use this talent but but with the right managers who nurture you and who believe that your gift can be useful which our managers are doing you suddenly go I forgot that I was good at this and you, you get excited about life about work about being an asset and, and you suddenly just feel like aligned and favoured not because you're better than anybody else, but because in God's eyes you are favoured. And he thinks, I want to help this girl use the gifts that she'd forgotten about. And it just makes your entire day. And it makes you excited. It makes me excited thinking about when our manager comes back from annual leave on a Wednesday and we present the idea of the blog to her. I am excited because I believe she'll be up for it and I'm excited to to work with them in a in a brand new way. So this is only one example of how the favor how the stillness and the peace the inner peace can just line you up and it's almost like instead of catching bits here and there you are connected to the right plug, to the right receptors, to the right transmitters, whatever you want to call it. I, I just can't even explain it, but you are hooked to the right line that transmits what you need rather than all these crazy ideas that go in, that, that come into your head. And it made me think, okay, so if I enjoy writing blogs so much, what exactly stops me from writing a personal blog? And I then realised, and I'm actually realising this while I'm speaking to you, and this is going to be a long podcast, so I apologise. I then realised that the problem I'm having, or I had, with previous blogs is coming up with weekly content. Yet when I think about today, sitting there and writing blog post after blog post that hasn't even been published, I now realise, well, so what if I can't think weekly? If I get a day where I can get blog posts done, five, six, seven, ten of them for the next ten weeks, the next ten weeks are covered and I don't have to worry. 
And if I want to do a bonus one, I can, but I don't need to. So instead of having to push something, pull something out of the air every week, it just made me realize this is how I can perhaps do a business blog for myself, for my perfume business. I just think, and I'm not doing it yet because again, I'm still thinking about it. I'm doing a lot of thinking and linking basically. But it was just such another aha moment and just reminding yourself, what are you good at? Typing, writing, being creative. So use it. So it's almost like the stillness is causing to surface everything that is good about you and gives you laser sharp focus this is what you're good at this is what you should do this is what you don't need because you've just been doing that because everybody else is doing it so when it comes to mental health doing what you're good at um playing to your strengths, writing an article, singing at the top of your lungs, being still is actually a way of releasing any stress and anxiety. And this is where the whole mental health day comes in. Um, Mental health, I've read today and I agree, is is, is as important as your physical health. Even if you're not believing in God, you will hopefully believe that you have gifts and talents. And if they've been buried somewhere because you thought you had more important things to do, get them out. Get them out. Get get out your, I don't know, colours and paper and paint if you if you've loved painting. Go to the to a choir or sing or just sing or write whatever it is that you may have not done for a while and see if it may not perhaps release something that has been pent up in you for quite a while. Again, I realise this has been quite a long one. I apologise. It's been a bit of a scattering one as well. But needless to say that my journey is still ongoing but it's, it's so much better because... I think before I found stillness and the Holy Spirit, truly found them, my faith was very unstable, unstable, unstable. One minute I would be up, one minute I'd be down. One minute I'd be in, one minute I'd be out. One minute I'd be praising God to the highest heavens, the next minute I would say, you suck, I hate you. (laughs) Sadly, that's the way I was. So stillness cements what is true in your heart. And if you just stop doing and start being truths, and this is probably even the same if you're not a Christian, truths that you've had in your head, realizations or things people said to you may finally make their way into your heart where they need to 
go deep and grow root. Hope that's made some kind of sense. I realize I've been very scatty again. But if you like this podcast, just because I'm kind of pouring out my thoughts and my heart a little bit, do give us a like, to give me a share. I'm going to share both episodes tomorrow on Facebook so that I'm hopefully going to get some more listeners. But if, if any of this resonated and you would like to be in touch, just, you know, this is going to be going out via Facebook. Um, so add me if you would like to add me on Facebook or follow me and message me and we can be in contact. Alternatively, I believe you could do leave me a message on here, although I've never used that before. So be an adventure for me. So if you do want to do that, bring it on. I will figure it out somehow. Thank you for listening and God bless. <laughs>